Hope FM, a voice for the community. Well, I'm delighted uh, to welcome to our studio the Worshipful, the Mayor of Bournemouth, uh, Councillor Susan Phillips. Good morning. Good morning, Blair. Thank <laughs> you for inviting me here. Excellent. Now, obviously, you've been a very busy person <laughs> over these last months. But how does somebody be, you know, get to be Mayor? How, how are you appointed? Well, Blair, I think you were on board at the time when that took place. Um, Firstly, you have to be a councillor and be elected. So in the uh, year of 2019, it was important for me to be elected as a councillor. And I have a colleague, uh, Nigel, uh, Nigel Hedges, uh, who I know that the public may know quite well. And um, he's my bro. I'm his sis. And we work as a very good team in the ward. Um, on the day when uh, the agenda had that there was a, a election for a mayor from the party, um, uh, I hadn't thought about it whatsoever. And two women amongst our fold stood up and said, it's time for women power. We're going to nominate <laughs> Susan Phillips. And I hadn't said to anybody, it was a wish of mine, uh, a, a dream of mine. And there it was. And it was a unanimous vote. And I was so proud. And when I told my family, my son said, "Mom." Not really. And I said, I know it's late at night, Russell, but it's real. And uh, I think the penny dropped. And I'm really, really pleased that that moment took place. And of course, you you, you made history as well, didn't you? Because you took on office at the time when Bournemouth Pool and Christchurch, who had previously been three councils, obviously Christchurch in, in Dorset. But obviously the three became one and are now called BCP. But they don't have three mayors. Or don't, they don't have one mayor. You're, you're purely mayor of, of, of Bourne, but nevertheless an entirely new relationship. Indeed. Um, how it pans out now is that I actually asked if we could stay status quo and continue for one smooth ride of a year to see how the um, transition would take place. But it's very civil because um, if an event takes place in Bournemouth, um, the other two mayors, when they're present, will actually invite me to take the lead role. And I will take the address, the salute or make the speech. Likewise, when I'm in Paul, I will offer that to um, the mayor of Paul and and when I'm in Christchurch, uh, diplomatically, it goes the other so way. So pro- protocol's important. Protocol's right? indeed, yeah. yes. Now, now, what about politics? Because, I mean, obviously you already said that you were an elected councillor. Um, there was a political agenda. What happens to that when you become mayor? Is it is the role in any way political? It's a non-political role, and I've made sure that uh, any conversation that is invited, opinions, uh, I actually uh, retreat from passing comment. However, I still carry on as doing my councillor uh, connection with my ward. So when um, residents write into me, I do carry on the work that's needed there. And Nigel has been an absolutely um, supreme supporter, and we work very well as a team. So we cover the usual work. So the office is open as usual. Now, talking about the usual work, <laughs> it's a pretty big role. And uh, I mean, what what does the role entail? I mean, was it was it what you expected? Uh, I must say that um, when I entered it, um, I knew my diary uh, had events in it, but it can be five events at the weekend, uh, it can be one midday, and it can be one in the evening. But I love people. I've always been customer service orientated, and to me, people matter. Um, I have uh, been to many organisations, charitable organisations, 
education as in schools uh, openings uh, new extensions university giving out honors which has been wonderful and the highlight i think in the town hall chamber is the um citizenship uh, which is done about every four to five weeks and uh, about 40 to 50 citizens uh, are uh, invited to come given their passport but it's not easily earned Uh, some people have to work at least 17 years um, to actually achieve it but they are people who might be helpers in the hospital doctors nurses in the education field, in the university. So I'm very, very proud to be inviting new people to live and work in Bournemouth. (laughs) And the interesting thing, all those engagements, I mean, that must add up. Five, six hundred engagements a year? You're absolutely right. Are you on target? (laughs) (laughs) Over target, I would say. And there are days when um, you get up in the morning and it's, uh, oh, another day. Um, Oh, I wished I didn't have to get dressed and, and make put my makeup on um but the my two uh, mace bearers always say uh, and make a joke in the parlor that it's so different having a lady because uh, as you say for the last 10 years it's always been a man and uh, they talk football rugby cricket and with me it's um are the spare tights in the boot how does my hair look and am i dressed okay with the chain does it all fit together it's a very feminine so we're having a, a, a nice time with that with that joke on me now this question i know it's going to be very difficult uh, to answer because you're, you're coming to the end of your of, of your merity and uh, you'll be able to breathe so i hope you've got a big holiday booked you know so you can breathe easily or whatever but as you reflect thus far it's not over yet but thus far apart from your visit to hope fm what has been <laughs> the highlight for you the highlight. And, I, and i don't say that to score points of one engagement over another but for you for you personally what's what's the the one thing that you think wow i you know that's ever that's going to be with me always Oh, it's very hard to choose one away from the other. I understand that. The parlour has been a wonderful reception room for um, saying thank you to everybody who over the period has invited me. So what I'm doing is progressing through um, uh, a listing um, and then we do a history talk and the parlour is steeped in history and we have a buffet um, and everybody mingles. And what I try to do is I will mix medical with maybe a shopkeeper, with somebody from the university, all walks of life. And it's amazing. And nobody wants to go home. And yet we should finish at 8.30, but by 9.30, everybody They're is still, still gathered. Yes. Still Hope FM, a voice for the community. Well, my very special guest today is the Mayor of Bournemouth, Councillor Susan Phillips, and we've been talking all things Meralty. Now, one thing that each successive mayor does is is to choose a charity. Uh, what are your charities? Thanks for asking that question, Blair. Um, it was one of those uh, questions that when I had to choose, I turned to my daughter, actually, and because she's younger... I felt that the um, hospitals and uh, Macmillan are for year on year on year being well supported, as is uh, Julia's house locally. So um, I was hit with the family last um, New Year and their very best friend, my daughter and my son, actually hung himself. He was 40 years of old, uh, sorry, old, and um, nobody, we knew he was a little bit down, 
Um, he was a bodyguard for famous people, travelled the world, had two beautiful children, beautiful home, had everything going for him, but he didn't love himself. We didn't read it, we missed it, and unfortunately didn't get there in time. There is uh, a charity called Calm. Uh, it stands for A World Without Suicide, the Biggest Killer of Men Under 45 in the UK. Um, if you were to or wished to look it up, uh, it is um, C-A-L-M-Z-O-N-E dot net. And all I can say is that a, a trustee has benefited um, the charity by £50,000 wow. uh, on my watch. So I want to thank them. I, at the moment, haven't got their name, but I will get there. That's incredible. And I think that is incredible. Yeah. And, and also a very important thing, and I, I guess I mean, we began the programme today with praying with people, because obviously... You work with vulnerable people, I know, with elderly people, and I guess that that you know what it is then for anxiety or even for people with dementia and so on. And all the, the, the everything that's happening at the moment must be very difficult for those folk. And as you know, Blair, um, as corporate parents, uh, you were saying the elderly, but we also look after approximately 250 foster children who um, we will be corporate parents for life. So even when they reach the age of 25, we still have to perform the support support role um, and bring them through so that they get the opportunity to go to university just like any mm-hmm. other standard family. Do you have, did you have another charity? There? I certainly do. Um, the other one is Street Scene and that is local. Uh, yeah. And uh, the reason that I chose Street Scene was that somebody that I knew, the entire family network, uh, great grandma, uh, extended family in America, actually came to Street Scene for support and help. Uh, it came from a middle-class family. Unfortunately, due to being able to purchase perhaps the drug and the drink, he realized that he was beyond uh, a certain point, And he has been completely um, uh, reformed and is now working for adaction and helping um, young children and youth um, to actually um, straighten their lives out as well. And he, his nickname now is A Diamond. And I truthfully can say, and when he recounted his story, I actually, and he said to me, there's a lady in the room who knows all about me. And it was most touching, but uh, he's moved on. And when I went to a reunion, there were four hundred reformed people present with their wives and families and that for me was a special moment so it's making a difference in fact both charities are making a difference to to people you know who are, who are basically a, a tra- having traumatic experience in their indeed. lives yeah. indeed i know that quite apart from those two charities each year the mayor the mayor's office is inundated i know with you know consider us and so on but but actually a lot of the engagements that you will have undertaken in 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 the last months will have been with charitable groups and you had a special gift from one didn't you I did indeed, yes. Um, I went to the Soroptimists and I knew very little about them. Uh, they are a very old organisation. I don't mean old in that way, but a long, a long, uh, many, many years it's existed. And uh, I was made most welcome. And unknowing to me, I was presented uh, with a framed picture of a toilet. And it amused me to see it, but I think it was done with that impression. The <laughs> Seroptimists actually uh, are, ra- each person that wishes to, for £60, can actually buy a toilet cubicle. Uh, the hole has to be dug by the family, and then a cubicle is provided for £60, and I've got my own toilet now in Bangladesh. 
That's and it's called Twinning so, Toilets. So if you go, if you go and visit there, you'll you'll have the special privy. I will indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Blair. Thank you. Let's, but uh, thank you, Sir Optimist, for what you do. Hope FM, a voice for the community. Now, the the mayor is sat in our studios here, wearing a very very grand badge. Of office, uh, and right in the centre of that badge of office, uh, in Latin, I'm not even going to salubritas sal- sal- is the final word, I think, uh, but it is in Latin. But what I can do is I can interpret that Latin, and it actually says health and beauty. And you've been explaining that, haven't you, to to lots of people, not the least of which, of course, are children in the many schools that you visited during your your term thus far. Blair, it's not only the children, but it's the grown-ups as well. So, yeah. um, Well, we're all children at heart, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, it is about beauty and health. It's not about my beauty and health. It's about the town. And it is the most beautiful place to be living. Um, and also, it's a very healthy, I think, uh, place. Um, people have actually come here. Um, the town hall, uh, at one time in its life, was a, a spa. And we also uh, used it and converted it into a hospital uh, during uh, the various wars. And it also has been a hotel. And we've had some very, very prominent people. And there is a visitor's book. And there's been Queen Mary, uh, Elizabeth, um, oh, sorry, Queen Elizabeth, uh, and Philip came and planted a tree. And uh, they've signed the visitor's book, as have presidents from America. And uh, we were told that the value of uh, the visitor's books were about 30 pounds. But when we suddenly pointed out, or at least the mace bearers did, uh, that the uh, signatures were from those particular people, suddenly £10,000 for that one. And really, the value is um, phenomenal. So you have to be specially insured then, or at least, at least if not you personally, the badge of office. Indeed. <laughs> and the mace bearer does have um, a complete uh, portfolio of everything within the parlour. And we've even got candlesticks from the military, which we are um, gifted to uh, look after and also the Baron of Beef which uh, uh, it's the Chamber of Commerce uh, that actually I was saying you can't put the beef on the platter of the salver you mustn't do it and they said don't worry we have a plan and in fact the beef does go on but with a hidden agenda uh, putting a a parting in between Um, but those kind of events carry on and I would like to say that the mayoralty must never ever stop because the public no matter whether it be education, whether it be shops, businesses, they wish to have the mayoralty badge present. And uh, it's given me great pleasure to be able to be wearing it and present it and give a little bit of the Bournemouth history and prestige behind wearing it. Now, you talked a little bit about the parlour there. And, of course, it, it has been your second home. You've been, I've heard you, 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 you even... Use it as your living room, you know. I, th- I think you said at the, at the interface service last week that the only thing you don't do is, is actually to sleep there. Oh, you were <laughs> yeah. listening then, Blair. Thank you. <laughs> but, but, of course, it is true. But the, but the thing is that uh, the parlour itself is packed with history because certainly in the events that I have been there, each successive mayor, I have no doubt that you have done the same with the, with the mace bearer and so on. Uh, tell the story from Tregonwell, the successive mayors of the town. There's even a statue of Don Coyote there. Uh, I mean, it is a variable little 
pot of history uh, hidden away in, in, in Bournemouth. So I'm not surprised that you get lots of people asking you. It is actually, Blair, very surreal when I'm actually sitting there and actually working from the mayor's desk, mayoral desk. Uh, the one that we all start off with and have great pride of place is Tregonwell. And uh, I was honoured two weeks ago to actually, for the Cornish Society, raise the flag and also we visited his tomb on his birthday. Uh, but the Exeter Hotel represents the very first building in Bournemouth, and if you pass it, uh, opposite the pier that is, you will see the four turrets of the original house. And I was also uh, asked to um, open the extension uh, about two months ago, and it is the economy there is thriving. It's a lovely place to be visiting. Hope FM, a voice for the community. Well, of course, my special guest is the, the mayor of, of Bournemouth. I've been learning all sorts of things I didn't know the, uh, uh, the, the, this morning. Um, but clearly, you will finish your term of office. I bet the year has gone fast uh, in May. Is that correct? It's correct. And I will have done one day over a year because of the leap year this year. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so not only having been first female for 10 years uh, and also um, the birth, sorry, the first BCP, it's quite a mouthful to say, yeah. uh, mayor. Uh, and all I can say for the future, mayor, is to please enjoy every moment meeting the public uh, and um, just take in the lifetime experience. Uh, it will stay with me forever. And um, when I'm deputy mayor next year, uh, and I will be a great support to the current mayor and also um, still attend uh, any, anybody who wishes to have me, um, I'm, I'm, I'm there waiting raring to go now obviously you, you you've got advice for the for the future mayor one of the things that i i did when i wrote to you was to say you know for the people because you're the number one citizen in town you're the proudest person of all for this wonderful town and area in which we live and i know that you have been a fantastic advocate for it over these these months but you know Pouring your heart out, what would you say to its citizens in terms of, of, of this place? Do we, do we value it enough? As, as our mayor, pour your heart out to us. The top of my list is to say thank you to everybody. So thank you, everybody, who has invited me to be part of their lives. Uh, also, that I've learned so much about Bournemouth itself, the institutions, um, the education, the churches, as you say, interfaith. It's all come together. Uh, we have people who are winning lifetime awards. We've had um, a netball player who saw the Queen the next day and was granted, I believe, the CBE. Um, so we must carry on with all of these um, projects for the future. And all I would like to say is thank you, volunteers. Without volunteers, Bournemouth would not survive as it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, thank you so much for filling yet another engagement by coming to our studios. It's been great. And you'll have to come again in your new role as Deputy Mayor. That would be lovely, Blair. And all I can say is that your studio here is second to none, very modern and very up to date. And it's been a pleasure to be with you. And if you sign, and the public, of course. If you sign our visitors book, maybe that will be worth £50,000. <laughs> Please, <you> know. God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, the pun is that it should happen. Uh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again. Yeah.